Welcome to Creatively Christian, a podcast by Theophany Media, where we inspire, inform, educate, and empower creative Christians of all types. I'm one of your hosts, Brandon Hollingsworth. In this episode, host Bill Brooks talks with Alexandra Davis about her new devotional book for creative Christians. Hello and welcome to Creatively Christian. I'm your host, Bill Brooks, bringing you another Creative Christian. Today's guest is Alex Davis, a vivacious young woman with a degree in corporate communication from Baylor University. She's working on a master's degree in apologetics at Oklahoma Baptist University. Uh, She has an active YouTube podcast called Apologetic Fun in 10. She has a blogger for Theophany Media, and she's a published author of two books, Born Quirky, Born Running, and her newest book is called Born to Create. Please welcome to the podcast, Alexandra Davis. Woo! What an introduction! (laughs) I love it. Thank you so much for having me today, Bill. You didn't know I had your whole resume Oh, my five card. I said, what? What's going on? <laughs> so my first question to you is, do you ever get tired? Do you ever get worn out from all of your day-to-day activities? That's mm. a, that was a, a long mouthful. Um, <laughs> uh, so watch- good question. Uh, no, honestly, no. I, I feel like there's not enough. I, um, I want to go into full-time ministry. And so my goal is to just work and do all the things until the Lord provides that avenue. So honestly, no, not yet. There will be a time. Maybe when I get married, it'll be too much, but uh-huh. I, I'm chilling. I'm good. <laughs> You're young. You'll get, you'll, you'll get tired one of these days. Probably. So um, I have watched a few of your YouTube videos. And I can't possibly stay in a bad mood when I'm watching your videos. You're always up and uh, the Lord has blessed you with positivity and uh, it's a blessing to others. Uh, I just, just want to say you're a blessing to the, those you minister to via YouTube. So uh, I would love to ask you a few questions about apologetics, but I don't think we're going to have time for that. Um, but, uh, let's talk about, so can I ask you to read one of your favorite pages from your book, whatever your favorite page is? Mm-hmm. Yes. So what I do like about this book is that it's sectioned off into seven weeks. And that was something that me and Jake talked about and how I really loved that in devotionals and Bible studies, even though this is more of a devotional and it's more of a quick read and you have the option to go deeper. I, the, the seven weeks that are each titled with a specific theme that us creators walk into and get to walk into as creators uh, for Christ. <laughs> and so I would say my favorite week would probably be rejoice just because mm. I really love joy. And it's a lot of fun and it's so great whenever you're just filled with the Holy Spirit and filled um, with the Lord in moments of pain and suffering and joy just 
transforms all understanding. I'm just obsessed with that. So I will read something from that week. Um, this is kind of a funny one. So it'll be perfect for today. Um, awesome. So day one of week six in Rejoice, it says, the Lord spoke with Moses face to face, just as a man speaks with his friend. Then Moses would return to the camp, Exodus 33, 11. I have absolutely no idea how I would, would react if I got the opportunity to speak to our Lord face to face. I believe at least one of such scenarios would take place. A, I would fall flat on my face. B, my <laughs> eyeballs would fall out of my head. C, I would have diarrhea while burping continuously. Or D, all of the above at the same time. I think I would probably react with all of the above at the same time. Can you imagine? What a sight to see. But it is the same God who existed with Moses, who is living in us. It is God, Christ, and the Holy Spirit as one, reciting in our souls. We have the power to impact the world around us because of the power of the Holy Spirit within us. Romans 8, 9. The Holy Spirit compels us to go into the world and be a light for Christ. The Holy Spirit provides avenues for us to show who God is to those who know and don't know him. The Holy Spirit provides comfort, peace, joy, and all the fruits of the Spirit to give us the strength we need to complete God's mission for us. Galatians 5, 22 through 23. In this, we can rejoice. May you and I both rejoice because we have access to the creator of the universe who doesn't need us, but he wants us. He wants to use us. He has allowed you to fall into your avenue of creating so that he can use you to bring glory to his name. Ephesians 2.10. Friend, mm. you have been chosen. Rejoice and be glad. What is there to fear? The Lord has done it this very day. Let us rejoice today and be glad. Psalms 118.24. How can you reveal the passion within you to rejoice through the way you create. Amen. Awesome. Sweet so, simple. <laughs> <laughs> that is inspiring. That uh, I feel inspired. Uh, so, so what triggered you to write a book for creatives? Mm. Uh, you've written about about uh, being quirky, and apparently you're a quirky runner, uh, but. Uh, are you creative? What inspired you to inspire other creatives? Mm, yes. So I've always loved creating whatever avenue it was, whether I was good at it or not. And so when I was talking with Jake, the founder of Theophany Media, I had originally you know, said that I would like to be a podcast host. And then we talked further and I wasn't the right fit. And so I started writing blogs for him. And the way that I write blogs kind of looks like a devotional book in mm -hmm. a way, you know, mm -hmm. like you have all the kind of fun story, then you're like a question at the end to ponder and think about. And that is what I find intriguing about devotional books. And then sometimes they'll like delve you to dive deeper into scripture. So we were just kind of talking about it, honestly. And he brought it up and I said, whoa, that sounds fun. Um, <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> Awesome. It's uh, awesome how God sets the times and places and we, we take another avenue that we didn't expect to take. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And we as creators need to come together and no matter what it looks like in each of our lives, it's important for us to talk about what we're doing and make sure we're pointing to the same, the same God, the one God, the one of creation. Yep, exactly. All right, let's go into our inform section. 
When did you first realize that inspiring creativity in others was important to you? Ooh, I like that. I would say probably in college. I started my mm. blog. It wasn't the greatest of blogs, let's mm. be honest, but I had fun. Started writing poetry and just like a, a bunch of fun things. And I found like deep inspiration. I was a collegiate athlete at Baylor. And so I found such deep inspiration while I was on my like rigorous 15 mile runs. Like wow. I had lots of me and God moments on those uh -huh. runs, let's be honest. And so during that time, I found my love for writing and obviously running and speaking and leading in our community there, which I feel like is a way of creating when you're leading um, truly in my point of view. And I think cultivating community and being able to share that with other like-minded students uh, in the college ministry that I was in and just like that I was leading in my community groups there. I think it all kind of started then. And then when I graduated college, I said, whoa, like this is an opportunity. Yeah. Um, and uh, I started like a writing group at one point since I've been here. It didn't last too long, but you know, fun stuff like that. Yeah. Awesome. So you said 15 miles, but that's the longest that you've run ever. No, the longest I've run is 17, 17. Okay. I want to do so the marathon, but it was canceled last year. So okay. the hope is soon. The hope is soon. <laughs> I was wondering if you're one of those ultra marathon runners. <laughs> oh, that's okay. ungodly in my opinion. <laughs> that's on the brink of sinfulness. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it would be for uh, me. <laughs> I'll make sure my brother Dan from the church doesn't hear you say that. <laughs> I'm amazed by ultra marathoners. Amazed. I just don't think it would be healthy for Alex. <laughs> Amen. Uh, let's see. All right. What did it take to get your book from zero to 60? From blank page to, to written page? Hmm. Well, it honestly took me like 20 days to write it all. Mm-hmm. And I just used it because it was during a time that I wasn't working much because um, COVID, you know, all the goodies. Yeah. And so, yeah. or the glitter, I've how I say. And so I used it in my quiet time in the mornings and used it as a reflection from what I was reading in scripture. And it just like kind of flowed out, honestly. Um, so what did it take? It just took, I guess, Jake, like, telling me to do it and then I was like okay you, you like this do you like this and he'd say yes no and so I was like okay I'll do it so you were already in the act of writing when someone told you to just compile all these writings into a book is that is that what you're saying nope okay he told me to do it and I said okay all right okay well <laughs> I'm sorry that's not a really good answer <laughs> it's the honest answer so <laughs> Some of us humans uh, need to you know, think about it and mull over it and take a long walk before we write the first word. So I guess it's not me sometimes. <laughs> yes, but not all the time. It just kind of spews out of me like a fire hydrant. Well, amen. You have that <laughs> gift. Uh, let's see. 
What was the first time you inspired someone else's creativity outside of this book? Hmm. Oh man. Well, I think I would definitely go along with some of the mentor relationships that I've had. Some things that I would really love to do when I was mentoring younger girls, maybe just like four to five years younger than me in our faith, um, is I would have us like read through a specific book or chapter of the Bible. And I would kind of, not kind of, I would construct study guides. And the last day of some of our weeks, I would have us both just delve deep into scripture and write a reflection or write a poem or write a story based upon some of the words that stu- stood out to us and some things within scripture that really just uh, hit home with us. That is a specific way that I like to meditate on scripture is I'll read and then take notes. And sometimes there's like keywords that I really like. And so I'll, you know, circle those keywords and then I'll write a poem over it. And that really (laughs) helps the attitude of my heart and gets me really, really excited to get into scripture. So I've done that with a couple of girls and they found that they really enjoyed getting into scripture in that way too. Wow. Uh, Yeah. So that's one example. Awesome. All right. What impacts do you hope to see your book having on the kingdom of God? Mm. I hope it brings conversation, uh, reflection, and community. I think it's, like I was saying earlier, I think it's really important that creators kind of cultivate their gifts and have discussions and, and communication about it. And that's a big thing about this beautiful organization that we're getting to talk about and be a part of. But also it's just really easy to put some talents or gifts per se under, under the rug. So like, if you have a gift of construction, if you have a talent within building cars or, I mean, not just simply, simply artistry or song, um, videography, whatever it might be. I think it's just important to cultivate conversation of like how do you do all of this for the glory of God and Mm -hmm. how like even this might I mean in a way like the other day I was mopping the coffee shop that I'm that I'm at and I'm just repeating in my head all for the glory of God all for the glory of God because I just get so mad when I'm mopping and the Lord just transformed my mind. So in that sense, I hope that this can help transform people's minds by pointing them to scripture because my book won't transform people's minds. That's scripture um, and pointing to pointing to God. So I hope that people can find their gifts and point them to God because he as the creator, uh, I uh, listened to um, a sermon by Matt Chandler and maybe it was a a book. I think unless I think I'm reading a book by Matt Chandler called The Explicit Gospel. And okay. he said this really cool quote that's going to stay with me until I forget it. And it says, like, we are not the original cre- creators. God is the original creator. He creates without mm. um oh reliance, any reliance. We create with reliance mm. on him. And I was just like, <laughs> oh my gosh there's just like nothing new under the sun like solomon says right so, exactly yeah 
Awesome. I live for those moments where I, those gasp moments. Like, <gasps> <laughs> yes, yes, me too. All right. So when did you, when did you begin writing and what were the steps to where you are now? These are good questions. The... <laughs> Sorry. Thank you. Thank you. Um, are you stalling? <laughs> <laughs> so let me think. I guess I began writing when I was pretty young. Was it good? Mm. No. But mm -hmm, right. I mean, I would say elementary school. I remember enjoying no other class but creative writing. Mm. Um, especially when I got into fifth grade and I moved to a public school, my creative writing class was so hard, but I was just like, and she was actually kind of mean, but I really loved it. And I, and I hated math. I had this weird visual imaging disability. And so mm. like math and uh, like, uh, languages and memorization is so hard for me, but I could mm. do writing and it just came naturally and it just kind of overflows and so I would say then uh, was the moment when I started enjoying it. But uh, what was the other question? Uh, when did you begin writing and what were the steps to where you are now? Pushing myself and doing it anyway, um, using it to, I think honestly, being in school and having that opportunity and that blessing to be in school and being pushed by teachers that saw my giftedness and like pushed me to just work hard and do things I didn't really want to do when it came to writing. Um, and then getting to college and being really pushed by my yeah, communications right. professors, it just opened my eyes to how much fun it was. And like, mm -hmm. I find so much fun in writing a 10 page paper, like yeah. so much fun. Um, like right now and getting my master's, like I just wrote a 12 page paper on Job and <laughs> can't believe I did that. I chose Job out of all of the old Testament books yeah. and finding and pointing it to the sufficiency of God as opposed to earthly possessions or man. And, um, I think just listening to wise voices and not everyone has that opportunity, but I'm hoping that people can find that. Um, because if God's gifted you, he's going to reveal it to you. You just have to make mm -hmm. sure you're in the right places. Amen. Uh, what obstacles did you encounter and how did you overcome them? I think uh, you're talking about your visualization disability. Mm -hmm. Is that called aphantasia, by the way? I have no idea what it's called. Okay. Is that a thing? Aphantasia? I just learned about it last week. It's. Uh, that up. You know, the Disney movie called Fantasia, just put an A before yeah. the word and. I'm writing that down. Okay. Wow. I've never had a name for it. I just thought I was the only one. You're not the only one. <laughs> well, great. Cause I can't fix things in my mind and it's uh -huh. very frustrating at times because I recognize that other people can, but yeah, that for sure was something like in school, I was not the best student 
the Lord's blessed me over time with being able to reconstruct my mind <laughs> and renew me. And so that I can use how I've been crafted and I'm rocking my classes in uh, my master's program. Now I'm like, how am I doing this? But I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, um, he creates passions in us, you know, he, he allows for desires of our heart so that he can use that to, to bring fruit for his kingdom. So, I mean, there's, that was definitely a thing I would say just having idols in my life, mm. uh, running was a huge idol in my life. I still mm. get to run today, but it was a huge idol and maybe having too many crushes on boys, like just like fleshly inclinations, uh, prohibit us at times to flourish in how we've been gifted. Amen. Uh, all right, let's go to the educate section. Let's educate some people. What did you learn from this project? From this book? Mm. I learned a lot about my sin. I learned a lot about how kind of just touching on what we just spoke of, of how much my flesh and my sin keeps me from cultivating the gifts that God's given me and all mm -hmm. of us. Uh, we, a lot of times get really distorted by how we are created in the image of God and easily want to start creating and doing things for our own, our, our, blah, 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 our own glory, as opposed to right. the Lord's glory. Uh, yeah. So I learned a lot about my sin. It's yeah. good to be in touch with your sin. I mean, <laughs> Some people aren't in touch with their sin to know that they're sinful. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's all I'm going to say about that. I'm not going to preach today. Uh, what did you not know when you started writing and that you had to learn? I needed to learn how to not be always blunt. I can find myself being really blunt and just being like, just move on. Like, you'll be fine. Like, just get the positive mindset on and move forward. But mm -hmm. in a lot of the weeks, there's some hard topics that we have to talk about in this short little devotional time. So like being blunt is good, but also like you can't be harsh to the reader and you can't tell them that you are so sinful, like get over <laughs> it and move on. Stop yeah. being sad. You know, <laughs> like you can't do that, even though at times I'm like that with my accountability partners and they're like that with me, you know. Uh, but yeah, giving grace to the reader and being okay with not saying everything you need to say. My 10 year old commands me not to be sad <laughs> as if that's going to work. <laughs> You're like, thank you. I'm trying <laughs> oh, really hard thanks. not to. <laughs> I'm assuming you've already figured that out. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you're. Anyway, um, where did you find the information for inspiring others to create? Where did I find the, uh, the information for inspiring right. others to create? I guess through just reading scripture and seeing my own experiences and watching the experiences of others seeing how I've been inspired, 
seeing how my friends have been inspired, how they fell into photography, how they fell into embroidery, how they fell into jewelry making, artistry, and seeing how they fell into those and how they continue to thrive or strive or maybe fall. Uh, it's all painted over through scripture. Uh, creating is just a different avenue of, of living one's life. We're all creators. And so if you look in scripture, like the letters of Paul, you know, he's always talking about mm-hmm. pride a lot because it was something that he struggled with. And mm-hmm. like in first Corinthians, he's constantly telling the Corinthians, like, chill out. Like, you're not the boss of the thing. Like, if you think you got it all together, like you need to calm down. And so just like in that and seeing how intertwined through the new Testament and the old Testament, we see, um, God portraying a picture of what it looks like to be faithful to him amidst whatever path it is, is how I've cultivated and come to a better comprehension. I'm not even, we haven't see, like I said, in the, in the devotional we're we haven't seen Jesus face to face yet. And we're not gonna right. until we right. die and go to heaven or he comes back before we die. So yeah. Hope that made sense. Amen. And what was your greatest surprise once you began this book? I think honestly was the feedback after um, we had a really wonderful woman edit it. And her feedback made me cry. Like Mm. she was really, she loved it. And she helped me with my grammar and, but like, she didn't want to correct anything much. Like she loved the messages of each day and she was really encouraged and her words of affirmation brought me to tears. I was just like, what? (laughs) I'm so used to not necessarily rejection, but in a sense, um, rejection is a steady stream through most of our lives. And it's definitely been a steady voice in my life. Mm -hmm. And just having someone say, actually, I really like what you said. And we need to fix these like grammar things, which I know I need help with. Uh, But just having that said to me was just mind boggling that someone actually thought what I wrote was incredible, who is an incredible writer herself. So yeah. Amen. That's awesome. All right, let's go to the empower section. How do you get past looking at? <laughs> I think we're just going to skip this question because you don't, you just write. You don't, you said you just write stuff and it comes out and it's awesome. So <laughs> I, I was about to ask, how do you get past looking at page one, the blank page one? Yeah, you, know, you just write it. So <laughs> even if it's bad, I write it. That's right. <laughs> Next question. What are your suggestions to other creatives generally, as well as in the writing niche? Have fun. Make it fun. Amen. Don't do the same routines. Go out, go on a walk and get expi- inspired. Like um, honestly, some of the the coolest moments I've had is just being on a walk and thinking of poetry in my mind. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, like that rhymes really well. I'm going to get out the notes on my phone, you know, and that draws me to inspiration to write something bigger and post something on social media or write a blog or 
talk about something on my podcast and it touches someone's life. Uh, my encouragement would just be to make it, make it fun, find community to talk about it with, send your pieces to friends and ask for them to give you feedback. Make sure they know that you want feedback. Uh, don't say, don't let them just say, oh, it's good. Be like, Hey, but what did you like about it? Um, what did you not like? I need to know, you know? Um, and what kind of feedback? What kind of feedback? Yeah. From personal experience. All the things, everything, please. Yep. (laughs) Uh, when did you first start owning your communication gift? Hmm. I would say while I was still in college, more my junior and senior year of my time there, I got to lead through our college ministry and go overseas with our team and go on mission with one of our sister churches. And I started to really recognize my quirkiness and how I was loved. I didn't have to change my personality. Now, I mean, I didn't need to do jumping jacks every five minutes. I'm not that kind of person, but I mean, I could, if I wanted to, not with the, not with my current earache, that would be painful. But, um, I think it was during that time because I recognized like God loves me how I am. And I just need to shape myself to scripture and man doesn't need to change me. And so I think recognizing in that time that this is really fun. And when I get on a stage, I literally feel like I'm ignited with fire. Like I want to talk to every single person and it is so much fun. I remember I got to speak when my first book first came out, Born Quirky. I got to go to my youth group before uh, the glitter, the glitter hit. I got to go to my youth group and speak with them on that stage that I got to sit in the crowd in front of for seven years, not seven, six or seven years and speak on that stage. Like I was just like, what is happening? And I've never felt more ignited and excited. Um, and like just known and seen by the Lord, um, in those moments. Awesome. So have you seen a line between where your power ends and God takes on, takes over your creative process? Oh my, sometimes, yes. Like sometimes I'm writing and I just feel the Holy Spirit's power. Now it's like, I can control what I'm writing, obviously. Um, and it's just, I can sense the Holy Spirit using his words to, no, I'm not writing scripture. I'm not saying that either. Right. Yes. The canon is closed, my friend. <laughs> but, you know, those moments of like, when you're running outside and the Lord's presence just overwhelms you, I'm like running with the spirit. And then when I'm writing, it's like, I'm writing with the spirit and he's just like, the Lord's just with me. Um, it happens frequently, not all the time, but, um, when I don't know what to say, he's there. And like, it's like in prayer when I don't know what to say, the word, the Holy spirit intercedes with groanings. Amen. And, uh, is there an intersection between faith and creativity? Is there an intersection? Of course. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, like even simply making my latte art when I'm at work now, oh, I'm not the, really? yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. 
I'm not the best latte artiste of them all. I can't create a swan or anything, but I can create some fun things and just being prayerful in those moments of creating a latte for someone and being a present hope in that, in that position, I get to have communicate uh, conversations with people and communicate with them and be a light in their day. Even if it's for only four minutes, my hope is to touch their lives. So like creating and faith in that moment just is cultivated through how you live your life. And that's how any form of creation should be. Um, even when we don't feel like it. It's impossible to please God without faith. Yep. There you go. <laughs> Is that a poetry snap? <laughs> sure. I've been doing this. It's my new thing. It'll go away. It'll be something else next. <laughs> I need to order a latte. I need to yeah. order an Alex Davis latte yes. sometime. Yes. I can make a mean oat milk latte. I'm uh, one of the best latte taster creators in town. What did I just say? I don't know what I <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> uh, that's the end of my questions. Uh, let's tell everybody where you can get the book, Born to Create. Mm-hmm. Yes. So she'll be coming out late April. And so I believe there's going to be a website link that we will be sharing and I'm sure that it will be in the show notes, but yeah, yeah, absolutely. So it'll be there. Click that link and that's going to be how you're going to find it. And you can find me and we'll probably give you some links as well to my podcast and a couple of other things that are quirky and Alex Davis. And I'm sure I'll share those on my Instagram, the link for my, the book as well, that we all get to be a part of. So there'll be a bunch of different creators in this devotional. I think my favorite part is that I'm getting to interview seven different creatives. And at the end of each week, you get to scan a barcode and listen mm. to that interview with a awesome. specific creator. So there's songwriters, there's artists, there's graphic designers, and it's really, <laughs> oh, there's even a florist, like she's a sensational Ooh. florist. She blew my mind, blew my mind. So wow. it'll be fun. Awesome. And what the name of your uh, YouTube is Apologetic Fun in 10. Yes, that's the podcast. Is, oh, that's a podcast. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the name of your YouTube channel? Well, it's fun is here. I've kind of fun stopped. That was kind of a quarantine thing. But if you want some inspiration and to laugh at me, then I recommend the YouTube for sure. <laughs> okay, then. Excellent. And uh, what message do you want to leave our listeners with? What's the out message? Just because someone is creating something and it looks a little different from the way you do it, don't be critical. Listen and Mm -hmm. see their point of view and try to cultivate a new avenue of the way that you can do the things you do too. You know, we all have a specific characteristic and quality that might not be pleasing to the human eye, but we're not here to please the human eye. We're here to please the eyes of the Lord. Amen. Don't judge. Yeah. Amen. Let's pray. Father God, thank you for this conversation with Alex. Uh, We pray that uh, hearts are inspired by her book, Born to Create. 
We pray uh, for her latte making. We pray for her uh, in creative endeavors and uh, the inspiration that uh, others will uh, will find by reading the book in order to create for you. You and you only is uh, who the glory is meant for. Name Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. 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 Alex Davis. This is this has been Bill Brooks for Creative Christian. Join us next week when we bring you another Creative Christian. May God's grace be with you. Thank you so much for listening today. To see the show notes where we put resources mentioned in this episode, you can head over to theophanymedia.com forward slash Alex. Creatively Christian is a product of Theophany Media. You can find out more at theophanymedia.com. This show is hosted by Brandon Hollingsworth, Andrea Sandifer, Bill Brooks, and Lynn Baber. Our logo is by Bill Brooks. Our music is by Bill Brooks and Andrea Sandifer. And remember, if you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to rate, review, and share wherever you listen to podcasts. Have a blessed day and keep on creating for our Lord.